Hi, my name is Professor Peter Nash from the Griffith University in beautiful downtown Brisbane in Queensland, Australia. And today we are very fortunate to be joined by Francesca, Professor Francesco Ciccia, Assistant Professor of Rheumatology at the University of Palermo in Italy. And Palermo is a very beautiful city. I'm pleased to let, you know, let everyone know that this Rheumatology Author Interview podcast has recently won an award at the 2021 Spring Digital Health Awards. So make sure you subscribe to the CSF and keep yourself up to date. Welcome, Francesco, and thank you so much for giving up your time to join me. You tell me you're in Naples at the moment. So tell us a little bit about yourself, a little bit about what work you've been doing, and maybe even how COVID has affected you, your family, and your work. Thank you, thank you, Peter. Thank you very much for this very, very for inviting me. This very amazing, amazing uh, appointment. Um, I moved from Palermo in the last year, and now I'm I, I'm working at Naples. Um, not sort of a big difference because uh, Palermo and Naples were the two capitals of the the two Sicilian kingdom in uh, in the past centuries, and we are very rich. Some um the same culture in terms of life food and 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 wine and so and so on so uh, i i i'm essentially uh, working in, in, the, in the past 20 years on translational aspects of uh, pathogenesis of rheumatoid arthritis but mainly spondylo arthritis and uh, actually I, I i'm continuing to work in these fields also in, uh, in naples um, the, the COVID pandemic was uh, was terrible also in Italy. Uh, now we are trying to restart normal life, but with uh, a lot of problems, a lot of, of very complicated situations. But anyway, we are fighting to start again. Uh, sorry, start again a normal normal life and and the normal world. And tell us what you've been working on recently that led up to this particular review paper that we're going to be discussing recently published in the Clinical Experimental Rheumatology Journal. Yes, I, I, uh, we have started to, to use in, in Italy the uh, JAK inhibitors in, in, the, in the past two, two years, three years. And what we have observed according to the, the, the published clinical trial is a dramatic effect on, on pain of our patients. And since the pain is the most important uh, symptom that, that the patients, uh, that, that, that push the patients to come to, to consult rheumatologists, we asked uh, 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 why jack inhibitors might be so potent, so powerful in inhibiting, in modulating pain. And we have started to, to study from translation part is uh, these aspects by studies the small fiber um, disease in psoriatic arthritis patients uh, at baseline and after jack inhibitors and we are uh, continuing on, on, on studying this specific aspect but we in this, in this article we have reviewed the, 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 the recent evidence indicating that jack sat might be not only involved in modulating pain by directly modulating cytokine production, cytokine expression, but also by indirectly modulating pain, modulating, uh, sorry, directly or directly modulating pain, acting uh, on nociception, the, 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 the transduction of the pain signal. 
So is pain a big burden in RA, do you think, with all the modern therapies? Is, is it still a big problem, particularly people with damage? and? Yeah, yeah. Pain is, is the most important, the most common symptom of patients with rheumatic disease. And we use pain for uh, diagnose disease, assess disease activity, inform treatment decisions, and determine treatment response. And patients consistently rate pain as one of the highest priorities, and pain is the single most important determinant of patient global assessment of disease activity. More importantly, pain is also associated with anxiety and depression scores and with disease activity scores. Pain nevertheless remains one of the most difficult symptoms to evaluate and treat. And I thought the cornerstone of rheumatic disease treatment is the suppression of inflammation using the free target approach. This remission will not lead to complete resolution of pain in all patients. It has been, for example, estimated that a substantial proportion of patients with rheumatoid arthritis still experiences relevant pain, although more than 80% of these patients are on biological treatment. With this, yeah. With this premise, the multimodal approach to pain management is very important, and this approach has been recommended by a rheumatology association. For example, you have recommended a patient-centered approach to pain management, where biopsychosocial bio framework should be uh, adopted. As a major burden to patient society, novel approaches for the treatment of pain are needed to improve care of patients with rheumatic disease. Right, so we, we got very interested in this because when you look at what drives the superiority of baricitinib over the gold standard of adalimumab methotrexate, upadacitinib over the gold standard, even in Finch 1, filgotinib, you couldn't show a difference in swollen joints but the superiority was driven by pain, patient and physician global. So if these molecules can't cross the blood-brain barrier, as I was told or taught, how can that JAK-STAT pathway and the inhibitors of it be involved in at least central pain? Is it more peripheral pain? What do you think? Yes, this is a very, very important, important point. There are only few studies demonstrating that um, jack mice might, might um, overcome the, the, the blood barrier. Uh, however, the, the, the JAK-STAT pathway is, uh, uh, is, uh, has been involved in the, the pathogenic rheumatic disease, but beyond the, the, the powerful anti-inflammatory effect mediated by jack they, they, they use in, in, in clinical trials in real life settings demonstrate a dramatic effect on pain. Uh, the, the, the problem is that um, possibly jack inhibition might relieve pain in, in rheumatic disease caused not only by inflammatory mechanisms, but also by non-inflammatory mechanisms. And um, the, 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 what we think is that the, the way of action of jack inhibitors is um, Jack inhibitors inhibits pain not only acting on the pro-inflammatory cytokines, but also by directly mediating the JAK-STAT signaling in the context of, of, of peripheral, um, peripheral uh, nerves. So tell us a bit about the nociceptive pathway yeah. and how the JAK-STAT inhibition might interfere with nociception. And then a new thing that we've recently is noisiplastic, where chronic inflammation changes central connections. 
Yes, uh, we have several lines of evidence suggesting that JAXA pathway might be directly involved in the mechanisms that regulate nociception. We have data in, 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 in animal studies demonstrating that alteration in JAXA pathway are directly implicated in pain modulation. For example, JAXTAT involvement has been demonstrated to be directly involved in models of pain in collagen-induced arthritis, and for infarmal spinal nerve lesions leads to rapid activation of the JAXTAT pathway in dorsal spinal cord microglia in relation with enhanced levels of spinal IL-6. So it seems that beyond the, 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 the role in modulating the concentration type one and type two cytokines involved directly in the induction inflammation and also in pain, juxtat pathway and juxtat inhibition might be also uh, important in the, in the, the direct modulation of nociception, um, neural plasticity and uh, pain. So should we make a differentiation between acute disease with acute inflammation and long-standing disease where noisy plastic changes might have occurred. How is there any time that we should be aware of that this switches over or is it different in different people? This is a very, very good point in, uh, <clears throat> in the early phase of the, of the disease, possibly the, the inform acute inflammation, inflammation used by cytokines might be the predominant pathway inducing pain, possibly in long, in long standing patients, in long patients with long standing disease, uh, modulation of, of neural plasticity, but also the decentralization of pain might be the more important, the more determinant component in the in the in the in, in, the, in, the, in the, the, the pain feeling of the patients. The, also in the long-standing disease, other factors might be involved in using pain, for example, the structural damage. Uh, so uh, I think that, that it is really, really co a complex problem. And with the progression of the disease, the factors affecting pain are growing and the complexity of, 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 of the, the pain perception of patients is growing. And, the, and it is really hard to treat our patients, especially in, in in the late phase of the disease for this complex mechanism that are, uh, that are playing together a role in, in nociception induction pain. Is there any clinical, you know, is there any clinical tips you can give us to try and sort how much has now gone from inflammation to nociception pathways and plastic pathways, halodynia or any clinical clues that might say, stop thinking about inflammation and start thinking about central sensitization and those other mechanisms? Yes. Um, the, the, there are some studies that might suggest a very important role of these drugs um, in modulating the, 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 the in, in a very wide way, the, the, the pain in patients with uh, rheumatic disease treated with, with uh, Jacqueline's. There is, for example, a recent study that evaluated the specific contribution of the effective joint inflammation of one objective, tofacitinib in Pompeii relief. In this study, the author used the mediation modeling um, for examining data from tofacitinib trial. This mediation modeling uh, attempts to understand the mechanisms 
behind an observed relationship and independent and dependent variables using uh, other explanatory variables, for example, indicators. This model pane was the designated dependent variable, tofacitinib was the independent variable, and inflammation that was measured by Zwollinger count and C-reactive protein was the mediator. It was found that 25% of the treatment <clears throat> effect of tofacitinib or pain was mediated by CRP and Wallinger count was mediated by inflammation in direct effect, but the treatment effect on pain not attributable to uh, inflammation was 74%. So it is, uh, appears to suggest that, that CRP's Wallinger count associated inflammation might only partially account for the observed improvement of pain, for example, in patients with psoriatic arthritis and other potential mediators and other potential factors, for example, the neuronal plasticity, um, uh, central, uh, the, the, the centralization of pain might be responsible for part of observed effect of Jackson pain. So do you think rumors in general don't use enough tricyclics, pregabalin, other um, deloxetine, these other things that are used in chronic pain clinics for central sensitization. We don't use those, even opioids, we don't use those enough in our patients, especially with long-standing disease. Yes, yes, I, I, I think that these drugs are absolutely important in, uh, in the treatment of, of the, 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 the pain due to um, centralization of, 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 of the, the, the nociception, the nociceptive signaling. Uh, however, what I, I think is that um, this class of drugs, injections, um, that um, have this very dramatic effect on the pain component, which is the main reason why a patient goes to a rheumatologist, might suggest the possibility of a wider but not only in long-standing patients, but also in, in, in early disease, um, the use of this drug in, in, in a wider number of patients affected by rheumatological disease. What I think is that the turning off the pain with this dramatic rapidity could result in a better personal and social outcome of patients with also a substantial reduction in indirect costs related to this rheumatological disease. Do you think any of our other drugs like TNFs, do they have central effects as well or even peripheral pain effects? Do, do we, the, the original biologics, if you like, or the other classes of biologics also have some effect on central sensitization or is it really inflammation only? What I think, well, there are some studies demonstrating that also TNF blocking agents might have a role, at least in neurine models uh, might be a role on, on, cent on centralization, pain centralization. Uh, um, and, and one very interesting cytokine that might act also in this sense is IL-17, IL-17A. There is a very nice uh, study pub published on immunity, if I don't remember bad, a few years ago, demonstrated in senorability elegance that IL-17A signal is absolutely important, not only for the modulation of pain in direct way, but also in modificating, in, in modifying, sorry, modifying the, 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 the social behavior of, of, of the senorabitis elegance. So uh, IL-17A is a very promising, in my opinion, cytokines that might be 
specifically addressed and studied for um, this kind of problems in rheumatic diseases. Interesting. I, I was looking particularly at the head-to-heads we've got, Spirit um, head-to-head and Exceed, 17 versus TNF. And when you break the ACR components down, they change swollen joints in CRP and ESR just as much as the others. So it's quite different to what we see with the JAK. So that's interesting what you're saying about 17. Do you think JAKs should be then used in other chronic pain conditions? A topical JAK for post-herpetic neuralgia, painful peripheral diabetic neuropathy, reflex sympathetic dystrophy. Do you think we should try them in those other conditions? Yes, this is a very, very provocative and interesting point, Peter. Thank you. Thank you for the question. I, from a theoretical point of view, yes, the answer is yes. We need obviously more data for supporting this, uh, this role. But from a theoretical point of view, my answer is yes. Excellent. So tell us a little bit about your review and uh, some take-home messages for the rheumatologists from your very excellent review in the uh, Clinical Experimental Rheumatology Journal. Yes, th- thank you, Peter. What, what I uh, would like to say is that pain is the, the most important symptom that, that, that uh, the patients refer to, to the, the doctor, physician, to the not only rheumatologists, but other, other physicians. And we need to uh, put very uh, more attention for um, pain, for the patients reported pain, for the assessment of pain. And we need a very patient-centered approach to pain in our patients in order to uh, give to our patients the best treatment available. Uh, jack, needs, uh, jack inhibitors for this very dramatic effect on pain or very promising class of drugs that possibly in the next years we will we, we, we try to use in a wider range of patients, um, not, 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 not only for the, for the important effect on, on inflammation and cytokine production, but also for the very, very dramatic and, and powerful, powerful effect on pain that remains the very, the most important and met need in the treatment of our patients. Excellent. Thank you so much. We thank you again for your time, Professor Ciccia. This has been the CSF Author Interview Podcast. If you'd like to know more about this paper and others uploaded to the CSF website this month, you can get detailed slide sets available in the publication section at cytokinesignaling.com. Please subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends about it. It's on iTunes and other podcast media. And give us some feedback and let us know what you think. And thank you so much for your time, Francesca. We greatly appreciate it. And we look forward to catching up face-to-face. With any luck, you like Copenhagen. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Peter. Thank you.